0: Welcome to Digital value Creation. One of the areas the pandemic disrupted in the last few months was how companies source and deploy talent. It is true in most industries with remote work, but especially in growing sectors like digital technology. Access to talent in the crisis is more critical than access to capital, which is still widely available. There are global trends emerging, that may permanently shift how we work. I call this the new digital labor arbitrage. Here's what's happening. Think about it. All of us just took an equivalent of a master's degree in remote work and digital collaboration. There has never been such a global scale experiment of an alternative business operating model. We proved that remote work well, works. And this forced social experiment gave us clues on how businesses may transform in the future. Working from home turned out to be productive. It saved companies a lot of money and provided some people better work-life balance. While there were a few months of disruption to revenues and customer service, in the tech sector at least, operations quickly returned to pre-COVID levels. Meanwhile, companies save millions of dollars on travel costs, marketing events, and relocation expenses. So what are the big trends that are here to stay? The first trend is employee cost of living arbitrage. As employees work remotely, many moved away from high-cost areas like California and New York and started working in lower-cost states or increasingly abroad, like the Caribbean, Southeast Asia, and Europe. Countries from the Barbados to Mexico, Germany, Portugal, Estonia, Thailand all offer digital workers special visas for a year or more. Zoom sessions from Cancun? Not a problem. The cost of living difference can be substantial. Sometimes companies consent to such a move, and there can be labor costs and tax advantages for the employers as well. And other Tech companies like Facebook banned employees based in California to work from lower-cost areas. Regardless, the practice, I believe, will continue. The economics are just too compelling, and no one is going back to the office for months or years anyway. I believe companies will eventually meet their workers halfway. For example, a software engineer may move from San Francisco to the Caribbean or South Europe, save 60% of cost of living, in exchange for taking a smaller cut in salaries. The companies can save 20 to 40% on labor costs, taxes and benefits. The second trend is the opposite of the previous play. Companies hire employees with hot skills abroad, like in Asia or Eastern Europe, without having to open offices there or get work visas for these workers in the US. The companies will save 40 to 60% of labor costs And many countries have lower taxes for employees working for a foreign business. So employees win as well. Also, these employees may not have to pay US income taxes since they are not residing in America. In the tax sector, the lack of short-term H-1B visas forced companies to hire abroad instead of bringing the talent to the US. Since everyone is remote, there is no point moving there anyway. Hiring remote workers abroad is financially the most compelling labor strategy for hard-to-find talent. The third trend is the emergence of remote-only companies. Many tech businesses close physical offices anyway. This massively expands their ability to attract talent from a much wider pool of programmers, marketing experts, or other roles, especially if the company is based in highly competitive labor markets. The cost arbitrage between California or New York and a Midwest city can be 50-60% to for the companies. You can contract the best talent with specialized skills like product designers from the Midwest, mobile developers from China, marketing experts from New York, programmers from Israel, and so on. There are sites now dedicated to the emerging remote-only businesses like RemoteCo or FlexJobs. The fourth trend is the expansion of the digital gig economy. Sites like Fiverr and Nomadlist have been around for a while, but now they are booming. As many companies instituted hiring freezes, managers turned to remote temporary workers in the gig economy. The key difference between this and the earlier strategies is that businesses may hire people for a project only or just for a few weeks. The savings on labor costs and benefits can easily exceed the cost of turnover and necessary retraining. And the fifth and last trend I noticed is the disappearance of expats, or internal transfers of executives. The historical model of moving senior managers to remote or foreign locations as expats is likely a It often costs companies $500,000 or more to pay for the manager's home mortgage, private school for the kids abroad, and so on. Now, they will be Zoom expects. And this will result in 100% savings for the businesses. I heard from investors and a few companies that these strategies are definitely picking up steam. The savings can easily be in the tens of millions for a larger business. And when it comes to keeping talent happy and getting new talent on board these trends can become a massive competitive adventure. Talk soon.